0: Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 118 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is June the 22nd, and I am the Destiny Bad Boy, not Ryan Fox, here with my fire team, who all of you CCBs know by now. Jared?
1: All right. Uh, everyone, make sure you pay attention because the Twitter would be over in a snap of a finger, and you'll miss it. And then after that, we do have a weapons breakdown this week. And, um, you know, look forward to those likes and dislikes. They might be spicy this week.
0: And the chronicler himself, Chato Serró.
2: It has been a spicy lore week as of reset. Real spicy. Excited to talk about it. I'm sure Jared or Ryan will bring it up so I can talk about it.
0: And make sure if you're watching this on YouTube that you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications. Yada yada yada. Follow us on Twitter at Pod. Send a spongy friend request so we can play games together. Because my online list is getting pretty slim, as well as our active clan list. So, uh, be a really good time if you want help running some activities. We did get the smallest twid in history. I think I can say that with uh, with pretty pretty good confidence, uh, and that was from Timon with a would it be like a hat tip or maybe like a behind the back pass to a little hippie section and then a Bruno section so uh, all three people combined to write a total of about 478 words but before we get into that let's listen to the intro music who came from everybody's favorite link you can find on twitter at link of time g
1: you are listening to Conker's Corner, a destiny podcast. All right, here we are um, starting out with the twid. Um, twid starts out with you know, just a quick recap of what we talked about last week um, and the weeks before that. So all you longtime listeners already knows what's going on um, this week, we got fish to go catch. In the throne world so um if you didn't pay attention there's a bounty to go pick up from hawthorne um if you was some jabroni like me and got it done tuesday night you didn't catch the exotic fish that you needed to start the exotic quest that looks to be time gated with fishing so um i to have to go back to fishing on the throne world after catching three exotic fish tuesday night so i'm pretty sure i won't be catching and the exotic fish for quite a while now because all my RNG has used up. So, yeah. So you see Sorry for your the, loss. So, like, last night I was, like, going to bed. And I seen it start popping up. I think Destiny Bulletin put it out there. But, like, somebody's finally catching that fish after Bungie put out that update to um, where they conveniently left out. Where they didn't turn on the fish to go catch. So, What's the name
0: of the fish? I have to go look it up.
2: (laughs) Why would you do that? You always ask these questions.
0: I don't know, because I haven't got to fish yet, man. I told you I've been.
2: And why would we know that?
0: Vacation. Neither
2: of us have seen it
0: yet. Well, you, I'm, I'm no you. Act like you haven't watched a YouTube video about it or something.
2: I haven't. I was actually going to ask you a question. So. Because we talked about it like on t- on Tuesday night, we were like, "I don't think it this this event is or this quest has been released correctly because nobody's caught the fish that's been released in game, mm-hmm. because the the triumph has been unlocked but nobody's seen it, yeah. so I guess it unlocked last night or it's the whispering started...
1: moth carp.
2: I okay, I remember the moth part, but I couldn't remember anything else. I was like, I remember it had moth because it's in the throne world, but I don't remember anything yeah. else. Makes sense. Okay. So people started catching it last night. Yeah. Okay. So that means I can actually go
1: ahead and take part. Supposedly. Not been confirmed uh, by me.
0: Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, and it gives you like uh, it'll show up something in like your tackle box that you then have to take back to the aquarium. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You go back. And
0: Just like all it. the other fish. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then it'll start swimming about doing this little fishy thing. Okay, that's something to do tonight. Cool. Yep. What else? We um.
1: Doing? All right. Uh, Bungee Giving, Bungee Day Giving Festival is coming up. So Bungee Day is July seventh, right around the corner, and this year's can- campaign returns with some. Bigger incentive prizes and surprises yet. The festival kicks off Thursday, July 6th at 10 a.m. PST with our first featured stream and uh, f- and then uh, fun to go through July 23rd. So we got a couple weeks there of this giving festival. Um, there'll be more ways to get involved this year uh, with the campaigns and stay tuned for a special blog post next Wednesday June twenty eighth for full details on how to register and how you can earn and win and learn and contribute to to all the good stuff. So all right. That's that. All right, there's some player support report, no known issues. There is a movie of the week that is surprising. So I I, (laughs) I feel like if you're a person that puts out stuff for the movie of the week, either you're really disappointed with this, or you're like, "Oh, I can actually go out and win this. I just need to do put forth a little more effort, and you'll win."
0: Yeah, uh, that
1: where get
0: somebody that has a big following to like retweet it or something. Maybe that's the.
1: Well, you gotta get somebody. You gotta get somebody to retweet it. That. Actually, like, hypes up Bungie and never says anything negative about because then, I mean, they they not muted Ryan all, Fox, they muted all those people. <laughs> That's yeah. your guy.
0: Actually, this, uh, uh, apologize for butchering this name, Gorathian, Gorathian, um, 349 followers, so they're not really killing it,
1: okay. All right, and then we got one of, like, the Drifter and somebody fishing. Not sure who the other character is. So, um, yeah, we do have a mid-season weapon shooting update coming in July. So we have that to look forward to. So um, I guess we'll go wait around for that twib to finally hit for us to get excited. Um, now, this week in the game, if you played the story, you got to know how The Witness came to be about. And Chad, what is there any highlights there that you want to touch on now that we're not stepping on more that uh, we need to, you know, talk about that cutscene?
2: Well, um, anyone that's listening is probably watched the cutscene or played it, except for Ryan. Um, I saw it this morning. There you go. He saw it
0: this this uh, afternoon.
2: There you go. Sometime today, um, but. Uh, essentially what was posted, which, which I think I remember having a guess because just the way the witness looks. And then I remember reading something about someone else on Reddit was, was guessing this as well. But, um, the witness, the witnesses species, uh, looks like they unearthed on their planet. A, the traveler, like the traveler that we have, um, they unearthed it. It gave them a golden age and they even in, in, in the cutscene it says eons, which is a long time unspecified, but for a very long time, the traveler was there and they, they kept expanding, had these technological advancements, amazing stuff, obviously based off the the pyramids or the pyramid ships are a testament to their power that they had at the time. Um they didn't have light like we did. They were able to harness light in a way, but they didn't they weren't just wielding light like a guardian does. Um, but after a certain amount of time, they they found out that the traveler also brings natural disasters and stuff like that on a huge planetary scale. Um, and then they found the veil and used that to connect the darkness, which they were going to use to tap into the light in the traveler and it ran away. Uh, But the most important thing I think is that based off of this, you can kind of, I want to say pontificate that the witnesses species is the first that we know of that was touched by the traveler um, because they unearthed it. It was in the ground. So it is the first race that got the travelers blessings and went through a golden age because of it. Um, so that part is the most interesting part to me. Um, but then obviously they went and decided, Hey, we, uh, we need to chase this thing down and complete our plan. So they merged all of their, all the people of their species decided to become one being. And that's why you see all the faces in the smoke and stuff. And it's all, all they are legion. If you know that reference. Um, but it's, the entire species is that one person. So it's, it's pretty rad, but uh, it's definitely a, a good amount of backstory that we didn't have. Um, based on what information it gave us on the veil, it probably should have been in, uh, you know, in at like near the end of Lightfall or something, you know, in that campaign a little bit there. Maybe, mm. maybe after we saw the veil, something happened where we connected to it. I don't know, but it seems like it's, you know, a season late, but uh, at least we got it. So Um, the
1: Veil is just another powerful engine in the universe, just like the Traveler, but not. But it's on the darkness instead of the light. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. It can give out dark. Okay.
2: Hmm.
1: Is it kind
0: of like a neural network or something?
2: I mean, the darkness is based off of... Uh well, I think they said memory. Mm-hmm. Um, so it using connecting minds makes sense. Uh, because I think that's how they said how they created the the not the cybernet, but how they created the net on Naomuna where everybody's on, is they connected everybody's minds. And if the darkness is all about memory, which is all about your mind, why not? Like that makes sense that it would be able to create this basically an entire citywide, And I don't even know how many citizens the city has, but it's got to be like a major metropolis amount of people like Tokyo or something. Um, all connected to this one thing. So it's got there's some juice.
0: There's only one you can actually see though.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. In The entire city. Well, there
2: were two. <laughs> all right.
1: So that is, It for the twab and this week in Destiny, the twid. I want. I don't know how many times I'm still going to say twab, because uh, it deserves to be called twid this week. How terrible it was. Um, but (laughs) more like more like (laughs) shit. If you know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah. All right, now it's time for three likes and three dislikes. So originally, I was going to say that my like was. The cutscene. Um that's kind of rough to pick on at this point. And um so what I like is that I got the red borders done for all the seasonal weapons. because so I loaded yeah. in this week and I was just like, Oh, I need to go purchase a red border. And I go in, I was like, No, I'm just lit up, lit up red. I was like, Huh. So I went back through and checked the weapons, oh, I have them all done. So I didn't even realize there we go. I got them done. So hey. there they are. There you go.
0: Uh, my like was uh, been running Last Wish once a week. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's been a very smooth experience. It's a very easy. Ra- if you know the mechanics, there really are no damage checks, <clears throat> honestly, anymore. Uh, Shirochi, like you don't have to worry about damage there. It's just the puzzles. And then uh, it's literally just if if you understand the mechanics, the raid is simple And we had such a pleasant experience last week. I think we're going to go for the Petra's run this week, or at least I've been pestering everybody to do it. And uh, we're going to get that done and we're all going to become Riven Spain.
2: Yeah. Everybody that's got all this stuff done will will become it. And the other ones will be one step closer. Um, I think that one's actually all three of us Mm -hmm. for once. Um, but uh, my like is being done with Banana for the season. I uh, I had yesterday off, and I went into Banana needing 10 more wins, and I got. It. Wow. So I got the gilding done, and I'm out of Good there. Job. I bounced out of there. Done for the, the season. I'm super happy about that. It wasn't as bad as last season. I Playing during a weekday really is a lot easier <laughs> than playing after work on work nights. Really? When, all the boys are on. Dude, it was it was like a win and then two losses and then a win again. When I've been on like fifteen, seventeen game losing streaks, it's wild. Like I've <sighs> I've never had that good of a luck in banana when I play at a normal time. And by normal I mean an adult time time frame after work. Um so it was nice. We had a couple I had a couple of really close games that were that somebody clutched up and got the kill right before the other person did. And it was like 151 to 149. And it was like, yes. Um, So that felt good. And, and a couple of blowouts, but otherwise it was, it was, you know, like a good 20 point gap on either side. It was either like, Oh, we're going to lose. So I'm just going to kind of, you know, do whatever for the next minute. But uh, no, it was a good time. I'm glad I I got that done, but uh, I'm good to move into something else like fishing trying to catch that moth carp um now my dislike was was that ryan wasn't on so we didn't get to get our gm done last night and uh because of that jared and i just hung out on comms and and we didn't play anything in (laughs) here together oh we fished on tuesday but uh it was weird man because we're like we you know we could do dungeon or like nah shifty isn't on ryan's on vacation it's like, oh, you, well, I mean, we can't do a GM for the same reason. So Wednesday comes along, same thing. Jared's wife's like, I don't want to do a dungeon. It's like, okay, that's fine. We'll just, you know, we'll fish or do whatever. It's fine. But uh, I'm glad Ryan's back. We're going to get that last wish in. We're going to get some dungeon boss kills in for Jared to get that that exotic done oh, and, uh, and get that GM out of the way.
0: That way, and once it gets that exotic, we gotta go get that caddy out of there, and then we're done. (laughs) And then never again. (laughs) No, no, I'm just teasing. I mean, that dungeon is it's fine. It's not my favorite, but you know, it could be worse. Uh, My dislike is uh, all of you that get on uh, Twitter and other social media websites and just come, just really just go to town real bad on the, uh, on the destiny. It makes me very upset and it makes me hate everybody that does it.
1: So my dislikes going to be close, but like the amount of bitching and moaning about micro change actions in a video game is pretty uh, up there right now. I seen as across the video. I seen Dada's reaction to the video. Um, you know, Bungie is a company that wants to make money. Even though that they can be uh, very well spoken when it comes to social issues and and caring about the community. Their number one goal is to make money, and that's what that's what they do. So they do it well. And apparently, there's enough people out there that's paying for all those micro tra- transactions. skins, $15, $20 skins, they're paying for them and they're making money. So don't be pointing your finger at Bungie saying all you're locking stuff out from Bright Dust and being silver only items. That means there's a bunch of other players out there that's just buying it.
0: Yep. You're right. And I mean, I haven't bought anything in three seasons, I think, with silver. Like I was kind of kind of just it's really hard to spend $15 on a set just for the sole purpose of like I have all the other warlock sets so I need this one like though I don't even think it looks good like I don't like it I don't plan to use it it's just why I have every other one so I need to have this one too nope no says I so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, I think that's it um Listen, if if you're enjoying the game right now, stay away from the internet and reading about the game and just go in and have fun. Because what you see, it is a cesspool. It is like Curse of Osiris, Destiny 2 launch, bad at the moment. Like it's real bad out there. And everybody has an opinion. And, you know, I saw for... 20 you know i was on vacation so in the evenings when the kids would go to bed and we'd be in the room like i would just be scrolling and it was just i can't believe Bungie. bungee is so evil they stole this piece of artwork from an artist that submitted it onto Bungie's website that has terms of service that says Bungie has full use to use it you know and it's like bungee so bad bungee so bad and then They come out and they put three sentences out that's like, hey, somebody externally that was contracted thought this was an official piece of artwork. We've reached out to the person that the the original artist uh, to make things right. And everybody's like, oh, oh, my God. Thank you. The way to go, Bungie. Oh, thank you, Bungie. You made it right. Oh, thank you. Like, it's just complaining to complain. That's all it is. People aren't happy with the game, so whatever they can find to be unhappy about, they just yell it from the rooftops of Twitter. Yeah.
1: So I mean, the, old saying, the old saying, they'll say misery loves company. That's I mean, that's what Reddit is. That's <laughs> what Twitter is. That's what Facebook yeah. is. So I mean,
0: every content creator, all of them, everybody's just so negative right now. So you got Grenader Jake just comp- going off on his stream, which. To be fair, he's put more time in than all of us, so you know
1: I can understand that one. But <clears throat> it's also it is what cheaters, it is. Just the cheater's taking him out too on his like carries.
0: Yeah, and I don't, why? Why doesn't he realize if he just wouldn't complain so much about people sniping him that they would stop? Hmm. Like it sucks. I can imagine how bad it yeah. sucks for him, but he brings like. Seventy percent of that on himself.
2: What? Uh, what? Uh, what country does he live in?
0: He's a Canadian boy, isn't he?
2: Canadian boy. Okay, so it might be a leak from yeah. America, or just a general a, a state of humanity is just we like to complain more than we like to fix the problem. You feel better when not, you complain than fixing it. So I mean, it's just I'm you know, I'm all it's like when you have an irate customer. And they're just mad and you can cleanly fix the problem and they're still looking at you like they wanna yell. It's like, yeah, no, you just wanted to be mad. It's that's fine, I get it. Yep. Yep. Would you like me to pretend the problem isn't fixed so you can keep yelling? Yes, please. Yeah.
1: So I had this conversation with my wife. She's like, Why don't you want to play more? Like I got her into the seasons. It's like, Well, I completed the season pass, number one. Like I'm like one fifteen now. And um, like I was getting prepared for the podcast, you know, and I wasn't like playing the game. I was just like, well, you know, not a lot for me to go want to go do right now. Um a lot of the you know, the strikes have been going for a long time, but it's a good quality game. I've played the crap out of it. You know? <laughs> so
0: word. Uh so uh he grew up in the Bay Area and he now lives in Vancouver, but it's Vancouver, Washington. So that's uh, where the Canadian thing I thought I would heard him mention Vancouver before, but So so pretty you know, much
1: so pretty much Canada.
0: Yeah, like America's Canada, you
2: know. Yeah. yeah. Why we called it Vancouver.
1: <laughs> All right, so let's head over to this weapons breakdown. So uh this week we're doing the two nightfall weapons like uh is recently new for the season, um, and that's a loaded question, which is a reprised from previous um, Sunsetting. And then Tech uh, Osprey, which also was a part of, ses- of Sunsetting. So uh, a of question, we're going to go that up first. So you can get the OG roll basically uh, with auto loading holster and reservoir burst and columns three and four. But there's some other stuff to chase after now. So in column three, you can also get overflow. And then column four, you get the new controlled bursts we talked about it last week. But when you land every bolt, it increases, you have a faster charge time for the, for a short duration. Um, so I would want to compensate overflow, I would say is better than auto loading holster, but, all in, but ALH is a good second place. To pair with reservoir or controlled. Um, now this is the frame that Chad likes, which is the high impact frame. So Chad, how are you liking this for a PvP roll chase?
2: I um uh, that that last column makes me si- kind of sad because I the storm is really the only one that makes that much of a difference.
0: because
2: mm-hmm. um, you you can get a pretty major boost on accuracy with that with that eye of the storm um but it's risky because the the time to kill is very fast and 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 you before you can get that shot off you might just die um but since it's a whole second charge time if you start charging right when they start shooting at you you might be in the red by the time you're ready to fire Ah. so so you know it's it could it could end up being good if you don't if you're not a pre-charger um but uh, under pressure is always always a good thing. It's always there. Um, if you use uh, fusions as a last resort, overflow or envious is fine. If you pick up all the greens and you just want to switch to a weapon that's fully loaded, but uh, under pressure is there. It's good. Eye of the Storm's good. Um, but uh, for PvP, I'm I, I always like the Amalon fusions the most. But uh, yeah, you can, you can never go wrong with an under pressure fusion.
1: All right, Chad, you're going all range, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, on these bad yeah. boys. I think I, I made a roll, um, and you can get it to, with adept range, if you get the adept one, you can get it up to 82. So you can you can get a little bit of range out of it. You know, you can, you can really push it.
1: All right, next up is a rocket launcher, Braytech Osprey, and it's a Void High mm-hmm. Impact Frame. So, not, not a crazy what here to go after, but uh, definitely a few good things. And, um, of course, column two, the mag perk, it's impact casing for PVE. It's like it's always impact casing, almost to a point where I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if they just nerf impact casing to make people go after some of the other perks in that column for some reason, because uh, it's just been a no-brainer for too long um column three you have good old auto loading holster field prep and then envious assassin column four you have frenzy golden tricorn uh lasting impression uh, and then you have that new perk bipod that no one's using dead on arrival has to be getting buffed here soon to make it uh not so bad so um I guess if I get a bipod one, I'm throwing it in the vault, but uh, I can always change Apex Predator over the bipod if it ends up being great. For, so for PVE, I'm going Impact Casing Envious Assassin with Frenzy.
0: Yeah, also pretty yeah that sounds the, like a fun roll. Pretty well the main thing, yeah. yeah tech Osprey, in- was that the rocket that initially came in the Zole Strike?
1: I know you got it from Mars. I don't remember if that's... I, I
2: can't remember right. if it was exclusive, but you might be right. All I remember is Mars, like like uh, Jared here. Mm-hmm. I remember that's it was a pain fun. to get. I just don't remember why.
1: Wasn't it like you had to get that before you got the Polaris Lance or something?
2: Yeah, you had to get one of each of the weapons. Mm-hmm. I, I think I
0: remember it being a pain because it was like a very low drop rate on a specific strike. And you had to do that in order to get that one title that was like, do everything from all the planets. Like the first title. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, Wayfarer.
2: Yes. That's it. You had to get the, you had to get the badges done, right?
0: Yep. And you had to get that. And I think that's why it was, why it was difficult. I could definitely be wrong, but. I remember I really wanted a title when they came out and that was the one that I was most close to.
1: I don't remember my first title.
0: It's probably oh, Dredgen. Yeah. Mine was Wayfair, and then Dredgen.
1: It's probably Dredgen and then Conqueror, yeah. Alright, so that's uh, Weapons Breakdown this week. Uh, if you have his Braytech Rocket, uh, you can get Cluster Bomb and Calm 3 and then maybe like Chain reaction for PvP, like I, I guess just more explosions, and then if you get a kill, you get to do another explosion. I don't know, maybe no. bipod, maybe bipod's good in PvP. <laughs> I don't know, I haven't tried it yet. All right, uh, no GM notes this week. We're gonna get, probably put out, we might get that video out this weekend, might do one, might do one, oh, yeah, fast. yeah, yeah,
0: oh, yeah, uh,
1: real quick, zero yep, yep, to a hundred. Yep. Gambling Corner right now. Uh, I I'm at twenty three K, Fox is at ten K, <laughs> Chad's at five K. Are we doing anything for gambling corner this week, Fox? Of course. We got too okay. much we got way too much to not
0: do a gambling corner this week. All right. Uh so I was <laughs> I had uh a couple things in mind. I didn't know if we wanted to do <clears throat> all of them as like small bets. Or if we just wanted to choose one and go with it. Because theoretically, we have this week's Grandmaster, we have next week's Grandmaster, and we also have this Petra's run that we're building towards. So um, I was thinking for the Grandmasters, since we have two coming through, uh, we gamble on how many total deaths we have across both of the GMs. Now that's going to put a little pressure on us to get this week's done, and next, next week's done on either Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Um, And then maybe do a little side pot on the Petra's run, like yes or no,
1: if we get it done. Uh, let's, let's just pick one and go with it. Well, uh, I think we... I would love to bet on the Petra's run, but that's like in question of us They get the people together. Are we getting the okay. right six together? Let's just do the Grandmasters. The, the Okay.
0: And we're going to assume that we get both of them done?
1: Yeah. I think we can.
0: I think we can. Okay. So, uh, Jared, you're in the lead, so you can choose the order that we have to bet in, number-wise.
1: All right. Fox is going oh, first.
0: Uh, all right. Let me let me, let me kick this. Uh, <laughs> let me just say real fast. Um, Gambling Corner, weekly segment, or nearly weekly segment, and in it, we all start off with ten thousand glimmer each season. Uh, we then must make a bet each week, and if you ever go bankrupt, like if you don't hit your bet, then you have to sacrifice one weapon there. And if uh, the other two members of the podcast determine the value of that weapon that you vote to sacrifice, so a osteostriga that has, um let's say rank 150 with 20,000 kills or something like that is going to be worth more than just like a level one osteostriga that you have there. So um, Jared 23, me 10, Chad 5. All right. Uh, Jared says, I go first and this is the most, the total amount of deaths. I honest to God, I don't even know. Can you tell me what the what the strikes are? Or at least what this strike is. This week's strike is. This week's Fallen week, Sabre 2? Yes. Okay.
1: I don't I have no idea what next week is.
0: Okay. Well don't look Dude. it up. Okay. If I don't know, you guys can't know. Alright. Um Fallen Saber. I'm thinking probably eight to 10 deaths in there because we kind of know what's going on, but we're also not playing as much this season. So we'll say 10. I'm going to say 24 total deaths.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Are we doing like 2K ante or something?
0: Uh, Yeah, that's fine. Okay. And you can't go over. That's how we've done it this whole time so far.
1: All right. Uh, Chad, how, what are you what are you thinking?
2: I wasn't. I'm just gonna say 25.
1: <laughs> All right, um, man, I can just be that guy, I guess. Um, <laughs> in my head, like whenever Fox was doing the math, I was like, I think it's gonna be the Jordan number. But okay. <laughs> then you went twenty four. But I went with the um, Griffin number. Yep. Yeah, great. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um let's go with let's go with let's go with nineteen. I might hit it on the dot. But I think we're gonna get a little bit better. Well, so I have a very
0: small 19. window. Yeah. <laughs> twenty two to twenty This
1: is what my window is. All right, so uh, we'll stream those uh, whenever they come about. Um, We'll try to probably give a little bit better dialogue as we go through, but we always start out the video with our loadouts, and usually that loadouts is a pretty easy-to-obtain loadout. Um, You can get it figured out. Alright, that takes us to lore for the week. And Chad, you got weapons of the deep listed here. Is that what we'll go that's what we're talking about?
2: Yeah, that's what we're going through. We're going through all of the taken weapons uh that you can get, or at least the ones that I remembered off the top. I'll have to double check them later. Um but they're nice little snippets, then it's not one long story like the armor, so we'll just dive right in here. We're starting with the pulse rifle different times. At the base of the mesa, Lord Shaxx stood, stands triumphant. Blood seeps into the grass at his feet as the warlord before him, legs shattered, makes a feeble attempt to drag himself away. It's over, Shaxx decrees. Bring out your ghost. The warlord shakes his head, hands trembling even as he claws at the hard-packed earth. In the distance, atop the mesa, the setting sun kisses the parapets of Shax's castle, untouched by the violence in its shadow. Behind its walls, tendrils of smoke gently waft into the sky as the ghostless, under Shax's protection, begin preparing the fires for their meals. Six warlords arrived to conquer his stronghold. Five met their final death. Your ghost, Shax repeats. He steps forward, crushes the warlord's hand with his boot. The warlord cries out in pain and all at once, the defiance leaves him like the breath in his lungs. His ghost materializes, their eye fixated on Shax in fear. Lord Shax shapes his solar light into a burning hammer and with a single swing, a clang of molten metal shakes him back to the present. On the screen in front of him, a Guardian tosses her hammer of soul onto the opposing team. Five erupt in flames as the lone survivor retreats. The Guardian pursues. Shaxx, without missing a beat, refocuses his attention on the Crucible match. Look at them fall, he shouts over the comms. A moment later, the Sunbreaker catches up to the last opponent and incinerates them. Shaxx cheers her on as a smoke swallows his memories of a different time. Until it's return, the Strand Shotgun. Whatever their odds of success, the plan was sound. They each had their assignments. Sloane turned away to examine the project of the lower sections of the arcology. Zavala glanced over the first of the scouting reports. Working alongside Deputy Commander Sloane felt perfectly natural, as if the years that parted them had been restored alongside Titan. Zavala had expected the silence that followed to be equally familiar, even companionable. The truth was apparent in the abrasive passage of each minute, the faint sense memory of ozone in his nostrils. The gulf between them had merely shifted in quality, deep, not wide. Zavala sat, set the data pad aside. Sloan, there's one more item of business. She turned to face him, ever dutiful. Sir, it's been a day for reunions, hasn't it? He nodded to Targe. A parcel materialized into Zavala's hand in a burst of light and transmat energy. It was heavy, wrapped carefully in cloth and secured with buckled straps that Zavala made short work of. Sloane stared. Thought it'd be collecting dust on somebody's wall by now. A mutual friend felt very strongly that it belonged in your hands. Sloane hesitated. Her expression hardened. She reached out to grip the handle of the blade, and hefted Crown Splitter aloft with ease. Sloane smiled. Feels like it never left. Distant Poles, Sniper Titan fell into darkness only moments before the first tomb craft arrived. They bore the burning sigils of war, dripping soul fire from their branded hulls as if it gushed from an open wound. Beneath the churning sea, a guardian light wrapped in metal yet to be coiled in promise. watched the skies turn to ink and hive fiends disembark the invading craft. Proclamations scattered across the methane ocean, eager words searing each wave's crest with jade flame. The hive's intent was clear. Tear asunder the claims of the witch's sister. Raise the banners of war. Led by a massive knight, acolytes descended into depths once infested by denizens of the lie, down to where the song of trickery echoed from long-dead shrieks. They marched in adorant procession, surrounded by a host of thrall that defaced the remnant traces of Savathun's holdings with hungering delight. Though the loft in the claws of a central acolyte was a wizard's skull, recovered from the flame-licked wash before titan's capture, the acolyte delicately placed the skull upon a ragged sheet of conquered foe flesh, while others carved a circle of runes around it. The acolyte took position over the runes. They threw their heads back and howled a discordant melody that ignited the rune circle, consuming each of them in soul fire conflagration. The the melody took hold, flooding the flesh of the accompanying thralls with frenzy. They surged forward, kicked and clawed their kin in a mad scramble to reach the skull first, to claim it. Each time the melody thrummed, an acolyte turned to ash. Each time the melody thrummed, spilled thrall viscera twisted into fetid swirls around the skull. Blood and ash was offered until none remained. The knight stepped forward, brandishing a blade of deathly malice. I call Zivu wrath. I invoke war's presence. Take this dreg cast out by your sister. Take her claims as your own. The churning soul flame was drawn into the knight's deathly blade, then plunged into the wizard's skull. The rudic circle projected an ancient realm, and the knight felt watchful eyes leering from atop a distant black terrace perched above the projected realm. The thunderous response pressed him to his knees. Kelgaroth, I accept thine offerings. Through will lies are unearthed. Through will lies are made truth. Through will, lies, fall to conquest. Kuduzad, bound. You are named in service. Rapacious appetite. Submachine gun. To Vanguard, high command. Incident report. Scout Patrol 919. Report Kraken Mare. Exterior shelf shallows. Target J4W-S. Aberrant houseless servitor. Wrathborn. Incident report 309. Servitor jaws was spotted in the southern ridge of Kraken Mari. dive tactical was notified and fire teams were pulled from the area upon retreat one fire team was ambushed by a high Warband. band jaws then dove from above and crashed into the fire team using its body as a kinetic driver one fire team member was killed on impact and their ghost was captured both remaining guardians were able to escape after a prolonged exchange of fire recovery teams dispatched recovery incident report 317. Dive tactical and accompanying fire teams prepared an ambush and engaged Jaws outside of Delta Sector. When caught in the crossfire, Jaws initially fled the battle under the cover of taken forces, um, only to harry the cross the, the fire teams with guerrilla tactics from the surrounding Methane Sea. Note this Rathborn servitor retains the use of their displacement thresher and has begun, begun using it to pick up and drop fire team members into Methane Sea's open depths, outside the safety of the coral shelves. The thin density of the liquid makes survival without independent propulsion unlikely, and recovery remains for Ghost Resurrection difficult. Dive Tactical is advised not to engage Jaws near shelf drops or cliff faces in the future. RE, Jaws has been confirmed to have been converted to a Wrathborn Servitor. This would explain its aggression and predatory behaviors. Following notable operator losses, Dive Tactical has erected radar buoys to detect ambushes in what what have come to be known as the Servitor's Hunting Grounds. Targeted Redaction, hand cannon. The neon-saturated skyline of Neomuna pops bright against the starry night sky. On a rooftop, overlooking an empty tree-lined plaza, Saint and Osiris sit in contemplative silence. They are making time for one another in the margins of their lives, pushing responsibilities aside as much as they can. So, is she doing any better? Osiris asks, breaking several minutes of peaceful silence. Sloan, he clarifies. Every day is small progress, Saint explains. And even small progress is something to be proud of. Osiris nods, watching the glittering lights in the distance. It's nothing short of a miracle that she survived all that time on Titan. A portion of Asher Mir also seems to have survived his dive into the Pyramidion. Don't lose hope in the darkness, he says, joining his hand with saints. Yes, perhaps there is even hope for Brother Vance, Saint offers. Osiris stares at him in prolonged silence. Who? Saint coughs and politely changes the topic. Thin Precipice, Strand Vortex Sword. Kelgaroth kneels before a feeble altar in an empty court. A dead knight's realm, a shriveled, fleshless rind, a cautionary tale. A wizard floats over the altar. The high celebrant's domain was once a grand place of adoration. It holds a mighty tribute. The wizard, Rakthirn, war council, whispers Eivoroth's bait to the knight. Kilgaroth remembers how Savathun fought the sky and became its puppet. Also, she could usurp sword logic. Favor wanes, it can be rekindled. You were disarmed, shamed, beaten so many times by a light-wielder. Kelgaroth stands, spinning to face Rakthirn. He thrusts a claw forward at the wizard's throat, but she swoops back from his reach. Kelgaroth sneers, I need no blade. I am wielded. The plates upon my body are razors. Should you remained with Savathun and prayed to her to give you the light— Perhaps you would have found greatness then. You wither without her favor. I spit on the witch-sister. I am an instrument of war. Not yet, not truly. racthrin conjures a dark bolt of lightning that saps the room's dim lighting and casts it into the altar. The altar splits apart with a timbered snap, revealing an emerald sliver of a blade. Bleeding shade and whispering rapture. A shard of the Taken King's blade, conquered out of love, stolen away from Saturn's shadow. Kelgrath fixates upon the blade shard. The wizard gestures to it with a lipless smile and the knight steps forward. I will take it, to be an instrument of her will to cleanse the hate of weakness with loving violence. Kelgaroth genuflex and encloses his claws around the emerald sliver. Wisps of shadow spilling between the gaps in his claws. I offer myself to this union. The berry of his flesh melts away. A will not his own enraptures him. Kelgaroth, risen from bones, taken by war. I think that uh, whenever we get Brother Vance back, he's going to be sad
1: so i I would truly think that brother Vance would actually come back as somebody evil or it's like fully in darkness where like we gotta go take him out like he's gonna be like he's gonna be the next disciple for the witness Osiris invaded him the witness finds him and he starts warpsing uh being the witness it's he's gonna be the next disciple
2: okay
0: yeah I mean it would be Pretty unlikely that all four people come back and are good, right?
1: Yeah. Well Sloan is like she might not be end up being good. She might get eventually just completely taken over it. Eh. Um
2: so did we lose a fourth one? Cause I know
1: Asher Mirror and then Asher Sloane. Sloan.
2: Um Anna Bray left Mars before it got taken because she had to take... Wow. Uh, That's right. Mars that was Mars the Google other... <clears throat>
0: yeah.
2: But, yeah. The, those three, Sloane, Sloane, yeah. Asher, and 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 what's-his-name, um, those yeah. three got taken for sure. BV. Yep.
1: Yep.
0: If only they could have taken
1: Felsafe. <laughs> Dude, Nessus is huge. If they wanted... Decrease the size of the game. It's Nessus.
2: Yeah, get rid of Nessus.
1: Listen, they've been. I've I've yet to figure out why Nessus is
0: here. Like they took all the old stuff. Like they're, like I always kept holding out. Like oh, there's gonna be something big that happens on Nessus or something huge is on Nessus, but I think it's just like
1: it's because they put proving grounds on it. That's the only reason.
2: Yeah, Yeah. that's the only reason. Um do can you still get to the Izanagi forge on Nessus? In like the middle? I'll test that later. I don't know, I don't know man. I, I don't remember be, how to get there. I know there the initially. earth ones. I know you can I, get to the earth ones.
0: God. Talk about a <laughs> shitty quest. With, uh, unlocking and <laughs> opening up all those forges on all three characters.
2: Uh, at least Damn. you didn't go for the ship. Like that was a nightmare. That was absolute uh, Yeah.
0: I think we're ready for the mailbag is that right yep 4735 we are breezing through here today Uh, question one if you could see one event in the history of destiny that we are aware of in the form of a cutscene 165 frames per second not 30 which would you choose
2: hmm how long of a cutscene
0: I guess it could be a couple minutes long. But you mm-hmm. couldn't really see like a whole war, but you could see like, like leading up yeah, or yeah, like I, a, I think a good part of
2: my, it. The one I would choose is um, Shaq's St. Osiris sitting around a table and Shaq's reminiscing about how he, he beat Fellwinter to death multiple times. Okay, it was, it was
0: great. I knew, I knew you'd have a good one. I I thought you would say talk about Shaxx's helmet staying on. I thought that would be the cutscene you'd want to watch. No,
2: that that's already out there. You the, you you just gotta look hard
0: <laughs> enough. You can find that. <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta know the right rule to right rule to look up. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, mine, I had. I kind of had a lot of trouble with this one, but I think I would want to see, I definitely want to see a bad guy. Like I would probably want to see some interaction between like Oryx, Zivu, Savathun, and, you know, probably something, something with the, with them. I don't know really. I'm not well versed enough in the lore to be able to point to like a specific thing. Uh, I would want to see that, or I would just want to see like the Drifter weaseling out, being in places he shouldn't be, and weaseling mm-hmm. himself out of it one way. That that would probably be like my top two choices.
1: I'd actually like to see how Sabathur stole the veil and and, and hid it away. And,
2: oh, way back then. Okay.
1: Like how how does she actually defeat the witness? The first time? I think we'll get a version of this, but. I' just like to see it played out, yeah,
0: Uh, question two. What would it take for you to dive back into the crucible consistently and
1: seriously?
2: Um, Iron banner gilding
1: <laughs> you do that until it's done, and then you quit this that's not <laughs> yeah, but it's
2: consistent cause I don't win <laughs> for, for a long time. I'm losing <laughs> so <laughs> for, me, for me
0: for it, me it it's pretty easy. They would have to tie something, maybe not a weapon because they would just, the community would die, but we need a good ranked system, multiple playlists that are ranked. And then uh, any sort of objective playlist to where they added, like capture like two flag, one flag, um, some sort of hold the ball, uh, like oddball type game mode like basically a team objective from halo that that playlist came into destiny um like assault capture the flag oddball um those would be the things that would be the most likely to get me back in
1: i just need rewarded for my time so what, what this means is they need to change tribes of osiris to after you win seven games you get the adept weapon And then after you get seven wins, you can turn that card in and get another adept weapon. And then you can continuously to do that. You get another seven win card, turn that in for another adept weapon. So um, if they do that, depending on the weapon for the weekend, I'll get in there and play. So that means it needs to be a hand cannon, SMG, sniper, shotgun, rocket. Then I'll go play. But anything else I will play.
0: I, I I like where your head's at. If you go flawless, uh, are you talking about like special shaders, special emblems? Like that's what's that's the only thing tied behind flawless.
1: Yeah, and also I think there should be a um a top five hundred for the weekend. Okay, to where uh, um, it, like an emblem,
0: like an emblem based thing. That, no,
1: that's a temporary title. It goes in place of your title. It's a temporary like if you used in that last week and we used top five hundred in trials, you get a t- title for that week. If you wanna okay. stay in if you wanna stay in top five hundred, go back. And now this next week, your top five hundred title is a different color because you did it two weeks in a row.
0: Okay. So do like red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, something like that, yeah. to where if you keep it like seven weeks in a row, you're that violet collar so you know like somebody's super legit. Yeah. But I th- I think mm-hmm. it should be something something like that to where you know like everybody knows like the like the light um the like the, the spectrum of light colours, you know, something like that that everybody would know you wouldn't have to look up. Or even if they hell if they just put a number. Like yeah. uh like uh you can't use flawless because they've already used that title but mm-hmm you know, um, ascendant or something like that, like lighthouse, you know, and then slap a number at the end of it. That would be crazy, you know, cause you know, people would want to grind to be that, get that number as high as possible. Yeah. Uh, number three, which game coming over the next 12 to 18 months are you most looking forward to? Starfield. Uh, I know. I know Jared's answer. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, that's I, all my eggs are in that basket. If it sucks, then I'm gonna be lost. I don't know what to play. So,
0: um, <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna have to get you a new graphics card for Starfield?
1: No, I'll be fine for it. Um, I'll just tone down some of it on some of the settings. Yeah.
0: Chad, I'm sure you have some Nintendo game I'm not aware of.
2: No. There's no Mario, game fully coming out.
0: What about that Mario RPG game?
2: Yeah, no, I played
0: that I played fun. that on Super Nintendo, dog. But I won't play it again, Bet your ass. Play that shit yeah. again.
2: Remastered, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we also got Yeah, no that that does look like it's going to be good, but honestly it's just like DLC that's coming out for me. There's no major game that's coming out that I can that I can think of off the top of my head.
0: DLC for is like Pokemon, like Zelda Pokemon, Pokemon has
2: the two DLCs coming out. Oh, really? Uh, one Is in the it, it going to be winter.
0: different? Are they going to be different for Scarlet and Violet, or are they both the same?
2: The same. It's, a, it's the same thing, but it's the whole like, you can only catch these three mons over here and these three over there. That's mm-hmm. it.
0: Do you have all your stuff synced to that Pokemon cloud thing from all the Home? old...
2: Heck yeah. Yeah. Why do you think I collect a living decks, dog?
0: <laughs> do you have a full a full deck, like a full bulky deck?
2: I have a full like living a whole... decks, which means I have one of each mon in the PC boxes. So, like, if I was playing red, I'd have a Charmander and then a Charmeleon and then a Charizard just sitting in the boxes okay. for all 151. But in this game, it's for all 400. And I did it in Sword and Shield also, and that was all 800 ish. One free (laughs) one of each form, just boop right there.
0: So, if let's say, so like my son's like super into Pokemon Go, and he's not quite like he can't read, which makes any sort of like real Pokemon game very difficult. And I got him this Master Ball, helped him get his Master Ball on Pokemon Go, and he just wants to use it so bad. And I'm like, son, you cannot use. Your master ball on just a Charmander that's just chilling outside of our house, dude. <laughs> like we have to save he this. Be good. <laughs> we have to save this for like at least a Mewtwo. Like that's the that's the minimum. You gotta, of you gotta save it for
2: to. like a shiny legendary. That's what you gotta save. Them yeah.
0: For. So we did our first five star raid over vacation. Um, like there just happened to be like seven or eight people all like going into a raid and we caught it in that 120 second you know so he was Mm -hmm. so excited but he didn't catch the Pokemon but I did catch the Pokemon and because I'm a good dad (laughs) I had to trade him my first five star (laughs) raid Pokemon (laughs) which was pain it was just painful to do
2: man you're a good dad Dad, I would have just looked at him been like sucks to suck
0: sucks to suck (laughs) (laughs) but uh so yeah that's uh that's where we are uh we have like violet on the switch um i thought about getting him like let's go pikachu or let's go eevee because it's more similar to the pokemon go style that he kind of that's what pokemon is to him is pokemon go so but anyways uh my game i'm looking forward to um it's kind of hard. There, there's, there's a lot of good stuff coming. Uh, I was going to say, there's that Super Mario, the new Super Mario 2D game that I can't remember that it's like Wonder, maybe is the name of it. Oh
2: yeah, Wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's it's like a 2D kind of like in the style. It's a different style, but the same concept of like four player local. It's like the ones screen. of uh, like they the made Super for Mario the DS Wii and Wii U and those. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so my family likes to play those, but we usually end up in a pretty good fight over those because I'm better than everybody. So um, sucks to yeah. suck. <laughs> That's what I say. It doesn't go over real well. <laughs> my wife says there's never gonna be any suck after this. So and then, um, but Final Fantasy 16 comes out tomorrow, and or it came out today. But I get a go with Cousin Cody and play it tomorrow. And I told Tiffany, I was like, listen, Friday, going to Cody's house, I'm leaving in the morning. You're on your own the entire day. Go do whatever you need to do. But I'm playing Final Fantasy and drinking beers and eating lots of food. So that's my plan for tomorrow. Um, I'm very much looking forward to that. I wish it came out on PC. There's been a lot of... Uh, reports about this game running like trash on the PS5, which who would have ever imagined, especially after they came out and talked about how only the PS5 would be able to run it and it would showcase the power of the PS5. Um, but Digital Foundry did their performance and in performance mode, which bounces between 1080 and 1440, um, it, it quote looks ugly and frames drops to uh, below 30. Quality mode is mostly locked and has good frame pacing. Uh, in performance mode, it drops to 720 p at times in combat. So there's Oof. your power of the PS5. Uh, so Cody has a PS5. I refuse to buy it. I know this game's gonna come in six months to a year, so I'm gonna go get like the first 10 hours out of it tomorrow, probably. And just really have to push myself to not do to not go buy a PS5 to play it. But, you know, once I see it running at sub 30 or 720 and 30, that's gonna be enough to be like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I, can, I can wait. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's uh, my very long-winded answer to that. The question four, how confident are you that strand? and Lightfall were initially part of the Witch Queen expansion, and it was cut and stretched over two years in order to give time for the final shape. Um, so how confident are you? So I guess this is saying, this is, I guess that, do you, first of all, let's start here. Do you guys think that the Strand subclass and Lightfall were initially part of Witch Queen? Would you guys agree with that statement?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Chato. Mainly because. I don't see where you're going. Mainly because Neonuma is so tied to Sabathun to what she did to hide away the veil.
0: Yeah. It seems. It seems. I will say. It seems that Strand was. Like light or uh, um, stasis came with Beyond Light, Strand was going to come with Witch Queen. And if I had to guess that, because you remember the COVID was a real big part of the Witch Queen, they were working from home, they weren't in studio, so I would say, and was this whenever they pushed? No, they pushed a February for Beyond Light, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so I would say that they're eight months, seven months in, and they realize they're not going to make Witch Queen be the full scope that they had. So they took the parts that were mostly finished that they could uh, polish the best, and then everything else was held out, and then they added, like, Neamuna and those things and created a second expansion and then pushed... Um, probably pushed the the final shape back to give more time for that. I would say that with about sixty percent confidence I would say
1: uh yeah that 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 confidence is pretty pretty close to where I'm at um I think originally Sabbathron was not gonna die, and she was gonna become allied. Like she's eventually she's going to be an ally. I like, she's going to be. But we wouldn't have had her killed off for years before we bring her back. That wish queen would have been about her becoming an ally. Because how many times have these other enemies become allies to us now? To what, what, just, what has led up to her. So. Um, yeah. So, like 53 <laughs> percent. Ish.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Jared said,
2: No, I'm not even that. I'm gonna say I have so much lore stuff going on that I don't care to have an opinion about this. <laughs> Ooh, Doesn't matter.
0: Your question mm. sucks. Uh, question five What's your favorite drink while playing Destiny? <laughs>
1: uh, in the morning, it's going to be a Celsius energy drink called Celsius. I'm a big fan of those. Um late at night, it's gonna be whiskey. It's mainly bourbon, Kentucky Straight bourbon or
2: scotch. Okay, okay. Um I'm 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 a big fan of water. Uh hydro homies for life. And occasionally uh some G Fuel, not a sponsor. Um will make its way in there. Maybe a rock star here and there, maybe some stare books if I'm getting it on the way home. Uh but water. Water is my, my drink of choice for most of my activities.
0: Uh, Beer, number one, uh, probably an IPA of some sorts. And then uh, I usually have a glass of bourbon also poured out. And then Diet Coke, Diet Mountain Dew, or water would be a pretty distant third to those things. Because I usually only get to play at night. So this is kind of the time to unwind and uh, hang out with the homies. Uh, with that, I think that brings us to the end of the mailbag, the end of the show. Uh, I just want to say we really appreciate you guys for listening. Thanks for coming back 118 consecutive weeks. Uh, I want to thank Chad. I want to thank Jared. Thank you guys. I know we've uh, been doing this for a while. I appreciate you guys dedicating every Thursday or, you know, I think, Chad's 117 out of 118 and Jared's like 116 out of 118 or something. Uh, so I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I really enjoy playing games with you. Thank you so much. I'll let you guys sign off.
1: All right. So uh, Fox because I took all the good <laughs> heartfelt stuff. So uh, I'm going to be fishing this weekend. If I'm not fishing, I'm willing to do it right or a Raider Dungeon uh, just hanging out. Um, you even might catch me in a salvage. Uh, if you really, I must really like you if I do a deep dive with you because deep dives they kind of suck. Uh,
2: and I'm I'm going to be fishing fishing uh, uh, this weekend. Um, if anybody's available and wants to do a dungeon, I'll do that too. Um, I can't remember exactly what Jared said. I'm trying to read it back word for <laughs> word, but I'm not that good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I did all the seasonal challenges already. Uh, before, Just to make sure that I could sit in Iron Banner and go to town. And now that I did all that, um, it's just literally just the weekly fishing for the quest that happened. So we'll see if I catch it. Probably won't. Go cats. Love you
0: guys.